Hey, yo, welcome everyone to episode 13 of Today in the Scene. I'm Joe with Indie Arcade Wave, and this week we're speaking about uh, Logan Arcade Bar in Chicago. Shout out to our sponsors, Can Arcade, Everything Arcade, Music, and Cannabis. This week I'm speaking with Melissa Giles. She's the GM of Logan Arcade. How are you doing today? Hi, good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining me today, Melissa. Yeah. Um, so let's just jump right in. I know Logan Arcade Bar is pretty big in the indie arcade scene um, mm -hmm. for a handful of reasons. Can you tell me where Logan Arcade Bar is and mm -hmm. how it came to be? Of course. Um, so Logan Arcade is located in the Logan Square neighborhood of Chicago, uh, which is uh, northwest, near northwest side of Chicago. Chicagoans will understand that. <laughs> um, so how it came to be is a very long and convoluted story, but I will try to make it as brief and easy to understand as possible. We have um, all the time in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, first of all, real quick, our our name, Logan Arcade, obviously Logan is an homage to the neighborhood we're in, Logan Square, but also it's an homage to the original business that was in the building, and that was Logan Hardware. It was the hardware store of Logan Square from, if I remember correctly, the early 1900s until I believe the uh, late 80s or early 90s. And then it became uh, the hardware store, which was family owned, a generation, couple generations of the same family. Uh, I believe they rented out the building. Uh, it was used as kind of a warehouse for a couple different businesses because it is a very big space. And then... Uh, the owner of Logan Arcade, Jim, he bought the building about 16 years ago. I could be wrong on that. And he opened up a record store uh, called Logan Hardware Records. And the record store had a little room with video games arcade games, pinball, a little arcade museum from his collection. He's a longtime collector of um, games of all sort, not just video arcade and pinball, but games, toys, and music, you name it. So um, Logan Hardware Records was operating games years before Logan Arcade came to be. And eventually, uh, Jim, him and his business partner with the record store, they moved the record store down the street. Sadly, the record store is no longer Logan Hardware Records. Um, and opened up Logan Arcade in the Logan Hardware Records building. <laughs> um, and a lot of people get confused because we have this awesome, very vintage facade with the original Logan hardware signage in the front. So uh, 
a lot of people still refer to the business as Logan Hardware or Logan Hardware Arcade, uh, whatever. It's all the same thing. But yeah, and it took a couple years to get the bar open because uh, it took a massive amount of uh, work. We had to completely redo the building um, and, you know, getting the machines. I mean, that wasn't that hard. Jim has a really awesome big collection of machines. But yeah, and that was uh, six and a half years ago. Uh, the bar finally opened as Logan Arcade. And how long after the bar opened did you guys get your first indie game? I'm pretty sure the first indie we had was for sh- was Killer Queen, and that was about a year, little over a year maybe, when we got Killer Queen. Okay, so we're probably talking it's been about five years now that you've had it? Yes. And how did you guys get that? Because like you said, you were the first person to have it uh, for a commercial, right? You were the first yep. arcade to have it. Yeah. How did you guys get in touch with those guys? That is a good question. And now I wasn't management at this time. So I can't, I'm not sure I even know the whole story, but the owner, Jim, and at the time we had a different technician whose, uh, whose name is uh, Matt. And they, I believe one of them was buddies with either, it had to have been Josh uh, of Bumblebear, and just worked something out so that we would be a test location for Killer Queen. Um, So we got it, and it was immediately a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know in the scene, Chicago is a big deal. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And, you know, the scene really started to kind of come together almost immediately, which is pretty interesting with a small business arcade game. So what is your guys' involvement? Like like we already talked about that you guys were the first ones to get it. What is your involvement when it comes to like the national circuit and running tournaments? Mm-hmm. Um, so the Killer Queen, the Chicago community, um, well, they do host tournaments on the reg uh, every month or two months when we're open. And then we do host one of the national tournaments every year at the end of June. Um, And that has become absolutely huge the past couple years. Sadly, of course, we couldn't do it this year. But but it's actually, it's one of our favorite events. And it is completely insane. Because I think the last one we had, there were, oh gosh... I can't remember the number 200 people who were just signed, signed up to be in the tournament. I believe that's a lot of people. I could be wrong on that. I know look it up while we're talking here, but um, we basically have to, you know, it's had to become a whole process where, you know, we have registration and people get wristbands that can allow them in and out all weekend. And, We have to completely empty our back room, which is where our Killer Queen is located. So we have to get rid of all the other games back there. 
so there's enough room and we always have to get a second killer queen machine uh so that things can run on time um and we have a bunch of events around it every year and it's just super 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 fun um it's kind of unbelievable yeah, it's it's really cool to go to these these tournaments and conventions and see how many people are there and realize that they're all there to play one indie game. It's it's a small in the grand scheme of video games, it's a very small community, but it feels so big when you're there. Yeah. So along that line with what you guys do at Logan Arcade, can you tell me what all goes into running an arcade? I know you're the GM. <laughs> how do you guys have things segmented out between I mean like owner and technician and everything and what all goes into each position uh-huh yeah um and i'm sure i'll forget some things but it's it's a lot and adding the bar component is adding just a whole other level of insanity so uh so on one hand there's the arcade and you know operating the arcade so that's one level of you know licensing with the city and upkeep and etc so and then on the bar side again there's a whole other level of licensing and insurance and you know what i mean so there's kind of two sides to keep track of and then at the arcade bar there's a lot of that that comes together obviously so the owner jim um he, he also goes by the name Zespi. A lot of people know him by that name. But Jim, uh, and he's a hands-on owner. He is a great guy. He's kind of like, at this point, since we run pretty self-sufficiently by now, he is a big idea man. A lot of our big weird events are his creation. Um, and of course, he has a lot of input on what games are on the floor and stuff like that. And, you know, he is the final decision maker of any big decision. Of course, it's his place. And then there's myself and I'm the general manager. So uh, on one hand, I, you know, do all the scheduling with the staff, the bar staff. Uh, and I'm kind of like HR for the bar staff and do the payroll and all that. I also uh, do all the event planning, all the parties and reservations and stuff like that. I handle uh, all the social media, bills and utilities and keeping track of all that and keeping track of all the money and, you know, it's general bookkeeping and whatnot. And then we have our bar manager. His name is Arunas and he handles the booze, the liquor, the beer, all that. He does all the buying, ordering, all the inventory for all that. He also does helps with the event planning when we're doing beer events and stuff like that. He is the one that gets sponsors for different events. Um, if we want to have like beer sponsors for certain things. And he does a lot of the pricing and the menu stuff. So that's that's his court and then we have two techs we have a full-time tech matt he's like the tech manager and he 
keeps track of all the games we have on the floor and all of their earnings. And he sends out reports to all the places we run test games for. Um, a lot of what we have on the floor are test test games. And he has to deal with all the repair and all the parts, ordering parts, keeping parts in stock, and anything like that. And he even ends up often doing a lot of our maintenance work, too. So... Uh, and we do have a couple maintenance people, and we have a cleaning crew who come in every morning, and then you know the bar staff. So it is it is kind of an, an enormous operation, and even with the awesome staff we have, there's still a you know always a never-ending list of things to do. Yeah, as is with any business of that <laughs> size. I mean, like you said about the hardware store, you guys have a ton of space. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I I only seen it in pictures on like Instagram and Facebook, but it looks like you guys have what, like three or four rooms. Yeah, we have three rooms. Yep. And the front room uh, is where the bar is. And right now it's mostly pinball up in the front room. And then the middle room is set up to be kind of like classic arcade looking. It's um, darker with like black light and it's mostly arcade cabinets in there. And then the back room is kind of a hodgepodge. All of our bigger games are in the back. So that includes Killer Queen. Uh, We have a couple big, like, Raw Thrills games. And then there's uh, our, like, Street Fighter area for the fighting game folks and some pinball. Just a little bit of everything in the back. That's kind of cool how you guys have that laid out where it's segmented a little bit differently. Yeah. How... Approximately how many games do you guys have in there? Do you know? The last time I counted, I mean, there were definitely, there's definitely around a hundred. Okay. That's, that's including pins and everything. Yes. Yes. Well, that definitely shows that you have something to do and you're not going to get bored (laughs) while you're there. That is absolutely true. So you've mentioned how you guys run a bunch of different events and you guys get sponsors for it. What kind of events do you guys run other than the Killer Queen tournaments? Um, so we have various kind of like regular weekly events and then monthly events. And then a, we have a bunch of annual every or uh, every year and then just one-off stuff. So um, every week we have... Uh, Logan Arcade Pinball League, which is our kind of house pinball league. And there, well, Killer Queen runs more of casual night on Wednesdays. So um, Wednesdays, you know, we put Killer Queen on free play and they do practice of whatever they're working on. Let me think. We host a whole bunch of different pinball activities so there's a city of chicago like a citywide pinball team that we have tournaments at when it's in season um we have a third strike street fighter third strike tournaments um we have i'm thinking of all the things that happen pretty regularly right now we have Bells and Chimes. Bells and Chimes is a women's pinball league. 
And when that's in season, that's happening every other week. What else? I think, and I'm very sorry to anyone who's listening if I'm forgetting everything, but we haven't been open in five months, so I may be forgetting things. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we do have a lot of one-off events. Um, you know, we've had events with um, comic book creators, like book releases for them. We have, we do like movie nights. Um, we've had different one-off tournaments for, there's a friend of ours, um, Kenny, uh, who used to play Killer Queen, um, but now he runs these charity events um, with uh, home consoles. So he'll bring in like every home console ever made. And it's a fighting game based console game uh, tournament, but he does those every couple months, and he also does Windjammers tournaments. Ooh, um, Windjammers! Yep. So there is a lot going on. Uh, we have tournaments for. Uh, there's one of the biggest pinball companies, Stern Pinball, who we do a lot of work with. They have. Uh, tournament that we host um once a month so yeah there's a lot going on uh we have dj nights you know also we have a magician every tuesday um every tuesday really tuesday's magic night yep with our friend yeah, cool. justin yeah he does he performs magic tuesday nights um yeah there's a lot going on pretty much every day well I was going to ask you what sets you apart from other arcades, but I mean, that kind of sounds like it. you guys run a lot of events every night. Yeah. It seems like up the week. Just about, just about. Uh, so since you said it's it's been about five months, what have you guys been doing in the time that you've been having to deal with everything that's going on? Um. So, well, at first, you know, when we first shut down, uh, it was March 16th and of course, back then we were like, oh, okay, well, this will last like a month or so. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, nobody thought it was going to go on this long. Yeah. So we kind of, you know, the first thing we did, we set up a GoFundMe campaign for our staff and um, just to make sure our staff were taken care of. Uh, a lot of, there are uh, a lot of industry positions where, you know, you are not eligible for unemployment. So that's something we wanted to take care of right away. And then we kind of just took a little break and, you know, we're just trying to keep engaged with our customers and friends. But a few months ago, when we realized that this it was going to be a while, we started, you know, having management meetings again and trying to figure some stuff out. Um, you know, the city of Chicago actually reopened all the bars and restaurants, and we decided to stay closed when that happened because um, we didn't think, uh, well, we weren't ready. Uh, our staff wasn't ready. And we just didn't have a good vibe about it. And, you know, of course, like four weeks later, bars like ours got shut down again. So we would have had a open and then close and that's a huge loss of money if you have to like 
you know, restock up your bar to open and then they shut you down again. So I'm actually, I'm really glad we decided not to open that time. But we started a month ago selling packaged beer to go curbside because we had to start getting a little income in and um, that's going pretty well. Um, so, you know, on through our website, you know, you can kind of see a menu of what we're selling every weekend. It's a small, you know, a small little menu of availability that we sell every weekend, Saturdays and Sundays. And we have some of our merch up for sale and gift certificates and stuff like that. Um, and that's been going really well. And we're st- we started to put a couple games outside while this happens. Um, if the weather's good, which has been really fun. It's been awesome to see a lot of our customers who we haven't seen in months. Um, so that's been amazing and we'll do the weekend beer sales until either we can open again or the, you know the weather gets bad gotcha yeah well there's there's one more question i wanted to ask before i wrap everything up mm-hmm. and that was you mentioned that you guys do games for testing what yeah. kind of games are you testing okay so our well quite a few mostly right now pinball um we have i mentioned earlier stern pinball and stern pinball are the biggest pinball manufacturer right now and they're located not far away from chicago in fact most of the pinball manufacturers now are um not far from chicago at all in illinois um but we've always had a great relationship with Stern Pinball. Um, the owner, Jim, has been very good friends with a lot of those guys for a long time. And he's always a huge fan of the Stern Pinball games. So when we opened, we've been lucky enough to have this awesome relationship with them where when they put a new game out, they kind of save one for us and we put it on the floor to test for them. So every week we send them data on all their test machines, which is the earnings, how many plays it's had, um, the high scores it's had that week. Like there's all sorts of stuff. We kind of have to like do audits on it. Then they have that information to do whatever, to do whatever they want with And, you know, whenever we do get one of their new games for test, we throw a big release party for it. You know, it's super fun. So, um, and that's pretty much how we do all of our test games. We have a couple on test from a smaller pinball company called America, American pinball, um, killer queen started as a tester. Um, and yeah, we had a couple other indies. We had, sky cursor for a long time um that was on test and uh it's been awesome we love doing that and we wish that we could do more we're hoping to once we get get back together here again yeah well i mean i can connect you with a lot of the indie guys if you're looking to do any kind of testing with that stuff yeah there are a few we have talked to and it's just been a matter of like us not being busy and slow about things. That's one of the uh, 
disadvantages of being a bigger arcade bar with a lot going on is we get a little slow with stuff, but you know, like we love death ball. Death ball comes every summer when they do the big killer queen tournament. So, um, you know, the cosmotrons is awesome. I would love to have one of those in the bar one day, but we'll see. Hopefully things will start to get on the rise again. And, yeah. Yeah. Once once everything picks up, yeah. we'll get it figured out because I know everybody wants to get their games out after this. Oh my gosh! Yes. So before we wrap everything up, I want you to give a shout out to anybody you want to shout out, as well as the social media links for Logan Arcade, if you know those. All right. Oh my gosh! Shout outs. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Well, I'll give a shout out to Jim, the owner, um, who will maybe listen to this. Hi, Jim. Um, To all of our killer queen people, my sweet babies. Hi, guys. Um, And Josh uh, from Bumble Bear. Everyone, all of our customers, everyone, we love and miss you. Um, Okay, so our social media. Well, our website, loganarcade.com. Our Facebook is... Facebook.com backslash Logan Hardware Arcade. Our Instagram is just Logan uh, uh, underscore Arcade. I don't remember what that thing was called, underscore. And our Twitter is Twitter.com backslash Logan Arcade. It's all different, which awesome. makes things very easy. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine. Well, I'm going to throw all those links down in the description here if you're watching on YouTube. Um, I want to thank you again, Melissa, for coming on here and talking about Logan Arcade. Thank you so much. We will be back next Friday with another episode. Until then, peace. Bye.